0: Hi, everybody i'm mckenzie welcome to unfiltered legends in each episode john the legend boker talks to pool and spa people professionals service techs pool owners about their experiences the ups the downs the funny and the sad well actually they filter out the sad we're here to entertain but you might learn a few things along the way in today's episode, we reconnect with Kathy Belcourt from Aquatech Pools in Vancouver. We find out how the shortages affect businesses north of the border and how the quarantine is back in effect. We also learn that Canadians honor the queen with hot dogs and pool parties. Enjoy.
1: My wife's having brain surgery and I got mustard algae. What do I do? <laughs> and I went, ah. That was his question.
2: I can help you with the mustard algae. legend! Today, we're talking about Canadian stereotypes, supporting your community, and unwavering loyalty. Is this the littlest hobo? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends.
1: He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. Y'all don't bungee
3: cord y'all's trash cans?
2: First of all, we don't y'all's nothing. (laughs) That is a rough start. Just got more awkward (laughs)
3: Check, check, check.
2: I can hear you good.
3: I was trying to use my fancy microphone from my new freaking videos that I'm doing. My sample rate doesn't work, so we're back to the old headset a room. Oh.
2: For a second there, all I could hear was very heavy breathing.
3: <laughs> well, it's because I'm talking to you. <laughs> you should know better.
2: Are you in the back room of your work, though? Yeah,
3: I'm, I, I'm in um, a furnace room. So um, we call it the crying room, oh. for lack of a better word, because this is where we all come, you know, if you ever have the tears that you have to let loose, which happens in retail.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we are a special kind of special, us people who deal with consumers. It's gotta be interesting being like the middle person, right, between the crisis of supply chain challenges and then us who are dealing with the public. Right now, it's still gotta be super tricky to be you because how many people are up in your grill every day, every dealer who's saying, where's Mustafa, when's Mustafa gonna get here, what's going on?
2: Yeah, it's such a black and white issue right now. We don't have it. Yeah, I can't sell it to you. It really is very close to that.
3: Well, and if you could fix the problem, like if you had a magic wand, then there'd be no problem, right? Like I would do it for you if I could. But I can't, and therefore, it just is what it is. I deal with really, really happy people all day, and I deal with really, really crabby people all day, and there's not a whole bunch in the middle. But I picture it, you know, like when I talk to our reps, they are dealing with us all day, but I think that, you know, because we can deal with some challenging customers, we temper how we talk to a rep and how we talk to our supplier partners. But I think that now, they're getting a sampling of what I deal with every day. Because a lot of, you know, people who aren't me might have lost their nice (laughs) and are just being on the phone. I was talking to our BioGuard rep. He's in Ottawa. We're in Manitoba. So it's kind of like one province away, but the difference between like, I don't know, Michigan and New York City, right? Like we're really far apart. So I was talking to him yesterday, just softly looking for some ETAs on stuff. No pressure. Don't promise me anything. It just helps with my strategy. If you give me the teeniest, tiniest hint, just tell me what you know. Yeah. And I don't care if it ends up being wrong information. Don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. And just tell me what you know. It, it helps me in the long run. He said, like, you have no idea how many people are screaming at me on the phone every day. And I'm like, welcome to my life. Like, you've made like hundreds of thousands of dollars off of my account. And now you know what it's like to be me for
2: a day. My territory is about, at the extremes, it's about an eight and a half hour drive. And so I go see them, they're all unannounced, unscheduled, I pop in, I would say I'm 99%. They're so excited to have anyone provide them with information about the industry, the chemical shortage, just anything, just education about the product. Honestly, I love days where I get on the road and talk to people, it's been phenomenal. I also know most of the dealers are six months ahead of the consumers in terms of these stories. And you, you probably, this is my, <laughs> I will be the to slam Canada. I don't know when news hits you guys. <laughs> I grew up in the country and, you know, music would hit us two years after it hit, you know, New York and MTV, like that trend would hit yep. us. There was a CNBC story that broke about two weeks ago now about the chlorine shortage. And that led to the panic. That's a problem. That is a big problem.
3: So like, should we be making these sales in Canada? So, A, dog sleds did get us the news of that when the CNBC News broke.
2: I assumed it was dog (laughs) sleds.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Inuit traveled across the border and they they brought us the news as well. People in Canada panicked more about a toilet paper shortage a year ago. And I think that they are now a little burned with all of the conversations about how much shortages there are. And we're all COVID tired out. People are believing that it's falsely manufactured baloney that they're hearing. It's either people who are like, Hey, I heard about it. Tell me why. I can't see how it's a COVID thing. And then they are stocking up within moderation. But there's no panic at all, like people did with toilet paper, where literally every Canadian has a whole basement full of toilet paper. Where if there's a house fire, it will take out the entire city. (laughs) We're done. Like, it's finished. Or if there's a flood, it's just going (laughs) to. That'd be hilarious, actually. You need to put that in a movie. Um, after listening to your episode about like talking to the hosts and getting to know you guys a little better now that you, you know, are a recovering film student, I think that you should certainly, um, make a movie about that. Kathy, are you still oh, there? Yeah, your camera sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm trying to recover. I'm still listening and I'm just trying to recover from my issue.
2: If you're a fan of this show, the guy, the episode that's live now is a guy named Andy. And that's the guy I went to high school with, and he's the one that has all of these tragic stories,
3: like Andy the New Pool, Andy, guy, Andy the New Pool guy, Andy the Doughboy guy, Andy 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 like Doughboy Andy. The one person
2: oh, boy Andy. <laughs> Literally, you're looking at our entire fan base, our our viewership right here, <laughs> and I'm not sure I'm not sure Johnny actually listened to that episode yet.
1: I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't had a chance. To-
2: Yeah, so that guy... Oh, it's great. That guy I've known since seventh grade. He was our web designer, and uh, I actually got to go back to his pool and open it up. I got to take that janky cover off his pool with him and get that all figured out. Well,
3: don't forget to repurpose that saran wrap. Like, bring some sandwiches
2: from Subway
1: or (laughs) something. He's the least
2: handy human being in the world.
3: (laughs) That's not what I'm
1: laughing at. I'm laughing at the angle of Kathy's camera. (laughs) It keeps changing. (laughs) I don't know what's
2: going on.
3: I'm working. I'm, I'm doing an emergency, like, alteration of my of, of my inventory so that we can still sell stuff while I'm talking to you guys. So before we actually, like, go live, I got to do, like, one quick thing. So I'm multitasking. I have a vagina. I'm able to do that. I want what
2: that stuffed. I'm sorry. Did you say you're in Regina or you, oh, what's that? It's muskrat with a W? It's a
3: sloth. Oh, is it? Uh, it's um a sloth. That has a W for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, our local CFL football team. I have a client who works there and knows I love sloth and yeah. wanted some chlorine when we were almost out, so he's bribing me.
2: Johnny, you know Lizzie in uh, Traffic? Enormous sloth fan. Yeah. So many stuff sloths. I'm
3: going to raid her stash.
0: Is the chlorine shortage giving you heartburn? If so, reach for borates. Borates, like those in Pro Team Supreme. They help keep water balanced so your sanitizer works better. They work with all sanitizers and they're the perfect complement to salt chlorine pools. Ask your supplier about Proteam Supreme or Proteam Supreme Plus. Visit Proteampoolcare.com to learn more.
3: where's jenna i could listen to her talk for days because you like she's southern right like the, the the southern thing i i like the southern <laughs> thing
2: it, it's all good that sounds like alabama i'm canadian
3: not... it's pretty close <laughs> no
2: are there different canadian accents because i don't and the
3: french right so well first of all we have the Newfoundlandy people so the people in the maritimes that sound kind of like half drunk irish they've got their own thing going okay. on so if you google like newfie comics you'll be able to hear them like they're like a bye what are you doing bye oh yeah Yeah, yeah, kind of stuff and then there's the french people um, and the French people have a, a variety of different dialects as well, depending on if you're fou French or not fou French. French, um, like Georgie or not Georgie. Mm-hmm. And then there's people in Ontario. They have their own thing. Like when people say that Canadians say about, that's Ontario. Ontarians say about. The rest of us say about. Okay. Now, it might be like, we might lay it on a little thicky. eh? Yeah. Um, prairie folk, which is me, We are a people. Like we're Letterkenny people. When we were talking about Letterkenny yeah. last yeah. time, letter kenny are, are prairie canadians that is that is us we are
2: prairie canadians sorry technical question okay. john johnny can you move your mic a little bit closer uh no i know we've we've, we've had this conversation i can turn times, it up but, louder i guess but johnny just don't laugh today okay all right i i was gonna say kathy i've got so many uh of johnny's laughs on file i don't even really need <gasps> them i've already got good ones That's labeled genius <laughs> We could create episodes without ever filming them. We didn't you need.
1: Did. Didn't you make at least one or two episodes without doing anything?
2: Oh yeah. 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 I made. <laughs> yeah. Here's another John shouting at something. Oh, he's in a new outfit. This is high production value.
3: That's magic. But you know, like I'm trying to learn about the world of TikTok because Ugh. I get absorbed into these TikTok vortexes <laughs> and I can't stop. Yeah, no, I'm in the dog video section of things. But I keep thinking that there's, like, such an opportunity for education because there's middle-aged women are all over the TikTok. Really? Oh, yeah. So I keep thinking that it's early enough that if I could, like, sneak in there, I could probably put some smart stuff onto TikTok and and, <laughs> and turn it into something that I could sell some <laughs> you know? Like, there there's an opportunity there. I just, uh, I have to nail it. It gets a little tricky. But I, I, I figured it's early enough that I can be crest of the wave, you know, of this, like, old lady tiktok educational thing and but i'm desperately trying to find like some sexy topless men to be dancing behind me while i talk about chlorine
2: are we still talking about tiktok
3: yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) but if you guys want to come to canada you could be my first i've been
1: topless
2: a few times on video so (laughs) more more than enough (laughs) um I don't know when we're allowed back again. Hey Johnny, wonder I don't know when we would be cuz we just got announced that in Michigan we're 100% outdoor events full capacity June 1.
0: Really?
3: We just got shut down again. Like for this weekend is our May long weekend. So we have a A holiday Monday which is normally the kickoff to pool season this is like the big weekend our province um, just shut down all outdoor gatherings in any way shape or form only to your household holy so no going to public parks yeah like no no having a pool party we are shut down again our retail stores still able to be open with a capacity of 10 people at a time, but only one person per household is allowed to come in at a time? So like a husband and wife want to buy a pool? Too bad, so sad. Just give me the ladies because you men are kind of cute but yeah. useless. So
2: No, I, mean, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so at work, <gasps> as of last week, if you're vaccinated, no mask. Wow.
0: Enjoy the show. Stay on the note on all Legendary Pools and Spas tutorials, interviews, and articles by following Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Have an idea for an episode or want to learn more about a topic? Shoot us a message. Click like and follow Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS.
2: Yeah, it's, and in Michigan what we were as stringent as any state in the country and we're we're almost right back at it. So is
3: it because you were so stringent? Like in terms of your healthcare and like the vaccination program rollouts and stuff, is that done state by state, county by county, the whole country in general? Like who's in charge of that sort of stuff?
2: I think it's I think it's the whole country and then it trickles down to the state level.
3: That's exciting. Good for you. Yeah, you don't want to come to Canada. You'll uh, you'll have to stay here in quarantine, in isolation.
1: Jan is out.
3: Where'd Jan go? She said she emailed you. Do you want me to reschedule? Because I'm flexible. You guys are famous. I'll do anything for you. Whatever.
1: <laughs> you, There's like two people in the world that think we're famous, and uh, one of them lives in a different country. I don't know.
3: That's not true, because I listened to, like, the backstory about the hosts, and so I know that, like, people stopped you on the street. Like, you are the legend for <laughs> a reason.
2: To be fair, to be <laughs> fair, it was one, one very drunk person.
3: It <laughs> that doesn't matter. That, that one drunk person told another drunk person, told another drunk person, and hey, now the whole world, it's, it's, it's like COVID.
2: Well, it's not actually what you described there was the fire festival, so it's very... <laughs> <laughs> so... Kathy Belcourt, last time we talked to you was January. You were in the dead of winter, in the dead of Canada, and the pool season had not started. And here we are, almost June. You're going into a unnamed Canadian holiday this weekend. <laughs> when does... When does Canadian pool season kick off?
3: That is today. So you are so important that I have locked myself in my closet of crying and shame on our busiest weekend of the year to spend some quality time with you. We call it May Long Weekend. It's technically Victoria Day after Queen Victoria. So uh, get yourself some royals because you get more holidays out of the deal. You guys (laughs) in the US don't know what you're missing. (laughs) So pool season is right now, right now. We've had a cooler kind of spring, but we had our first upper 80s kind of days earlier this week. It's a little Mm -hmm. cooler today, but uh, the has hit the proverbial fan, per se. Eh!
2: What are you hearing from consumers? Where, Where are they on the spectrum of they understand what's going on to, oh, there's a shortage?
3: So... All of them have some sort of realization that there is a shortage because we actually started some marketing very early in the year to try to get people to pre-purchase in March. So two parts to that. So one, I wanted to make sure that clients had a good opportunity to get stock while we had it and to help us project and forecast what our year was going to be like. And I have a bit of a no-nonsense way of doing things because I'm too old for this now to work retail.
1: I hear you, sister.
3: Right? Right? My patience and tolerance is not quite what it used to be. So now I am a a firm believer in the phrase, you can't fix stupid. If I give you notice that there is going to be no chemicals come July, give you all the opportunity and special pricing in March, and you choose to ignore me, I choose to remind you that you had every opportunity two months ago Mm -hmm. to get the you needed. All of them know And anyone who's contemplating being a bit of a dirtbag about, well, how come you don't have this thing that I want? It's very easy to remind them that it could have been you. You could have had what you needed had you just took that opportunity. So all of them know about the shortage. They don't understand why. A lot of them think that it's just um, pool chemical companies or retailers like us trying to drive prices up and the great conspiracies of, you know, aliens have abducted the chlorine. I, I really can't even anymore. So part of our day is educating people on how to take care of the pool. The other part of it is like debunking myths. I feel very much like those Mythbusters dudes. So little of what we are doing now is actually what we did two years ago in terms of (laughs) like helping people with their pools. And so much of it is explaining the backstory as to why people need to be changing their habits. What about you guys?
2: Speaking of myths, let's talk about the pandemic. (laughs) In the U.S., we're all getting vaccinated for the most part, things are opening up. In Canada, it sounds like you're going in the wrong direction. Great for pool sales, so it's actually right. it's actually doubling down on an existing problem. People now are staying home right. at an even higher rate. They just can't get out, so you're trapped.
3: It- pains me to my very core to give you props and credit for the amazing things that you have done in a pandemic Canadians we're way more rednecky than people think we are oh
2: I think you guys are pretty redneck so this is an interesting <laughs> one
3: yeah right yeah yeah like like we're super redneck like we don't take direction well in in terms of our behavior the the one way to get us to do something is to tell us not to do something because we get very offended um to our very core that we need to rebel we probably talked about this last time so shut me up if i'm telling stories two times like I I am, i'm getting old um <laughs> okay good yeah well yeah. my my heritage is one that that's blended between irish and mennonite menos being like kind of like Hutterite, Amishy kind of people um and the, the Menos are big believers in being clean. So my grandma loved bleach, loved, which is why I love glory, and dipped us in it kind of constantly as, as little children. And the hygiene that we were taught is you would come to grandma's house. You could not kiss grandma. You could not greet grandma. And grandma wouldn't even look you in the face till you came into her house, washed your hands, and then you could greet your grandmother. <laughs>
1: I'm going to interject because we're talking about Victoria Day. My grandfather, that was deaf, was born in a covered wagon in South Dakota. But my grandmother, his wife, her last name was Windsor and lineage goes back to the Queen of
2: England. (laughs) Well, Lord poker. That is a good one. (laughs) That's
3: incredible.
2: That's part of our uh, inbreeding episode, which we'll have uh, later on. (laughs)
3: feel like I should call you Sir John, like like Sir Paul, you know, Mr. McCartney. He's been knighted.
2: Okay, he's already got legend as a name. We don't need <laughs> Sir Legend. <laughs> That's just obnoxious.
3: <laughs> I've worked here for a while. Sometimes, unfortunately, relationships between a husband and a wife do not work out over long periods of time. There's uh, a couple of clients in particular, but one who springs to mind where um th- the first time it happened in the winter where i got a phone call uh, just to give me the heads up that his wife would not be joining him in the store this year but to please not mention the old one in oh. front of the new one quote unquote <laughs> uh, oh wait wait <laughs> i think the reason why he wanted to give me the heads up is because i would have asked how was your daughter today wow. sir <laughs> oh 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 Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah! Wait it for it. It was a trade-in.
0: He upgraded. Fast forward.
3: Okay. <laughs> Eight years. Same phone call, same guy. Oh, yeah. Same story. Wow. Oh.
1: Obviously, he has a certain age that he appreciates. Right.
3: Like, women have expiry dates, like, stamped on the back of our necks, much like milk. I'm certain I just can't see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo! Wheels are off on this one, Bereza. Oh, what other good stories from customers? Oh, here's a good one. You're BioGuard dealer, right? Yeah. Okay, so back when they introduced the smart stick.
3: That was my first year in the business.
1: At that time, they had sent out a plastic sample of the difference between a stingy stick and a smart stick, right? I vividly remember that. And so we would have them sitting at the lab, and we had a couple sets of them. And one day, you're testing water, and you're trying to give an explanation of what are you using. This, there's. I went to look, and I could not find the sticks. About a week later, customer comes in. She looks at me, and she says, "Hey, listen, I want a refund. Your chlorine doesn't work." And all she has is this one stick. She doesn't have a container or anything else. It doesn't. It doesn't even smell like chlorine. I said, "Ma'am, did you purchase this?" "Yes, I did."
3: "No, you didn't. You took it from the lab." <laughs> People are weird. So speaking of Bioguard, I have a question for you. I was listening to your episode about the host and I love everybody's backstory. That's fantastic. I know a woman at BioGuard who tells the peanut story. The peanut story that made you a legend. And I wanna know, like, did you invent the peanut story or did Alicia Stevens? Because I always thought it was Alicia.
1: It very well could have been her at World Aquatics Health Conference, and she may very well have been the one presenting on something there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, that wasn't my story. I, I got that from yeah. someone else. I just keep telling it because it's a great story.
3: It's a great story. Like, you know what, I should have, I should have like peanuts at the lab, except for, you know, all us Canadians and our peanut allergies. I'd probably murder somebody <laughs> and then we have to do episode three from jail. But, yeah, but really, you know, like I, I should have a peanut for demonstration purposes. Just, Absolutely. You know, to,
2: well, you know, Kathy, back in our video days, we created an episode. If you go to Legendary Pools and Spas, episode 11, Legendary Peanut, where we we go to a Little League field and John's... They
1: made me eat a bag of peanuts. My mouth was so dry and salted and just puckered up. I couldn't eat another peanut. <laughs> hey, guys. According to the CDC, the average person is walking around with a peanut-sized amount of fecal matter on their body at all times.
2: Gross! Think about that next time you go to the public pool. So another story with consumers is you know, as a manufacturer, we go through so much effort to make sure that all of our packaging has the right information written on it and the instructions are perfect and the warnings are perfect but uh a few years ago we renamed a product that we used to sell it used to be called zap zit z-a-p-z-i-t pretty pretty tough name and we changed it to blast it and this is essentially an herbicide it prevents nutgrass, this this plant <laughs> which grows in the south of the u.s it literally is so strong it'll It'll grow right through the bottom of your liner. So when you put a liner pool down, you put this stuff down first and it prevents the growth of this nutgrass, which is a very woody grass. Well, a few years ago, we get a call from a customer that said, hey, I was supposed to add blast, which is a shock. But apparently I bought the wrong thing. So I added 20 pounds of blast it to my pool. And she's wondering, hey, can I... How do I filter that out? And there was like, you don't have the answer for every everything you could think about putting into your pool. Pretty quickly, we just had her empty that pool. But the idea that you would add this skull and crossbone herbicide to your swimming pool water just by mistake. She must have had a post-it note with some instructions, and that's good enough for her.
3: Gosh. Like, interesting things that go into pools, like in Canada, all the animals. Skunks in a pool at least a couple of times a year. We had uh, half a herd of cows in a pool. Trying to get them out was quite the challenge. You know, we all got some free steak. at did a deal. All right.
2: Marinated. Kathy, what is your plans for your store? Do you think you can continue to run for the remainder of the season, kind of hobbling along, or are you, are there any thoughts of adjusting how long you stay open? Closing down for a period of time to catch up. How are you? How is the store gonna handle that?
3: Thank you for asking. That's a really good question. So at this point, we've decided the hobalong process is what we're gonna do, subject to our government allowing us to actually do that, because we are not succeeding at COVID the way that you guys are. So we don't actually know if there's gonna be a forced shutdown or not. The our online process will still be open because we have to keep things sanitized, of course, but um, our in-store traffic might be affected and that affects all new sales and new builds of of everything. We are, as you mentioned, like in the heat of summer. Like This is the six weeks where we make our money for the next 12 months. We are just going hard and trying to sell as much as humanly possible to keep us all as secure as we can be so that going forward in the uncertain times, it doesn't really matter what happens necessarily, we'll be stable enough like good news is is that all of our salespeople so far, only being May, have made their commission draw for the whole season. So they're all paid up and now they're just making extra money, which is great. But in terms of, you know, supply for existing customers, we're just gonna keep on trucking with what we can get and what we can do. And it you know, if people are gonna have to change their chemical routines and be more open minded about what kind of product to add and just add what we can when we can, we're just gonna do that. It's almost a blessing because We are big fans of newer technology product and alternate sanitizers and we've been talking for years about use less chlorine. So this kind of just goes with what we've you know, goes with our story, you know, of what we've been saying is there's lots of ways to reduce your sanitizer consumption. So now when you used to be maybe resistant to something new and exciting, you have no choice because if you don't reduce your sanitizer, you're gonna have nothing. So Mm -hmm. shut your pool down in July, have a nice (laughs) life, you know. And that's not going to work for anybody in COVID. Now, where you guys are, like, you're—are you mostly like concrete gunite kind of pools? Because we're all steel vinyl.
1: Uh, up here in Michigan, it's vinyl. This in this upper Midwest area, mostly vinyl. Once you get south, it's all gunite.
3: Like, for draining and refilling, how, 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 does, how does one do that down there in, in the United States of Mirka? still can't get over you. Every time you say Merka, I'm like, did she it? I don't know. That's how we think you guys talk. I don't mean to crap on you. You guys are killing COVID, and we're just killing each other. So, you know, good for you.
2: Much like chlorine, we burned through our COVID last year at this time. <laughs>
3: So we should be talking about like the COVID shortage as opposed to the chlorine shortage.
2: To circle back on that, it is a chlorine shortage, but it's a everything shortage in the pool industry for the builders and the repair people. That's the tough part. And even if you make it, well, now you got to ship it. And that's one more hurdle. Other than chlorine, what are some of the things, what are some of the worst things you're seeing in terms of shortages right now?
3: Legitimately everything. It's hard to keep my uh, my positive attitude of things when everybody keeps saying, oh, well, you're so lucky. You're in an industry that's booming because, you know, thank you, COVID. You should be, you know, buying COVID a Christmas present. I'm like, yeah, well, if we could actually supply everything that we had the potential to sell, then we'd all be rolling in it. But we can't sell a hot tub for a year and a half so it's really hard to be making you know Scrooge McDuck kind of money when I can't actually sell something that I can't get so you know the hot tubs are are huge because everything about spas really just sucks hard (laughs) for pools the vinyl liners are becoming a thing we're pretty lucky with steel so far so that's okay touch wood
2: just to I just want to note here just to be clear in America it's knock on wood so I just don't want to offend any (laughs) audience members with touch wood (laughs)
3: Well, okay, I I will embrace the spirit of your culture, and I will knock on wood.
1: Back to the point of the shortages of every. It's a global issue. This is not a pool industry thing. This is not a Canadian thing. This is not an American. This is a global problem. Everything manufactured, every single thing that needs to be built or made, or built and made is the same thing, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm, yep.
2: Assembled, you're thinking of, probably. (laughs) Produced. Guess who got a thesaurus for their birthday? (laughs) To be continued next week on Unfiltered Legends. Here's a sneak preview.
3: There will be even more divorces. I
2: told you, I can't get, I don't have any more. People are filling Ziploc baggies full of gasoline. Kathy, that feels like a very Canadian attitude. Andy, they and Filthy animals. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good night, everybody.
2: Unfiltered Legends is recorded using Squadcast and Zencaster. Our show is hosted by Podbean, edited on Adobe Premiere Pro with licensed music from Soundstripe. How do you like the show? We want to hear from you. Contact us at legend at havilandusa.com or leave us a message, 616-365-9515. Unfiltered Legends is brought to you by Haviland Pool and Spa, creative pool chemistry since 1968.